What's up? This is Philly versus Everybody, episode 51. The Boston Celtics lost the NBA Finals. Wiggins Finals MVP. The Phillies fixed their Brett Brown problem. Goodbye, Joe. Hello, wins. And Jalen Hurts has got the juice, baby. QB1 is yoked. This is Philly versus Everybody. I'm JT. I'm John. Let's get it. Hey, look. From when the moon came back to the sun came up, I was supplying the days when would they flame up. I'm almost passing by trying to explain us. Pissing in the bushes like they never house trained us, but... Try to understand, that's how we came up. You get to know us, your lovers, but you can't change us now. Really, we'd rather be rich and famous, but in the meantime, we forced to slang up. Throw a crack cocaine, penicillin' to Rogaine, ecstasy, Viagra, whatever, get the domain. I'm tired of people misrepresenting my domain. Oh, you think we out here killing for nothing, hustling for no gain? Hey, 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 man, I'm just doing my job. All right, welcome back to Philly versus everybody. It's just uh, John and I here tonight. Correct. Malk's on a special assignment. Delilah's. He? He's, yeah, he's at Delilah's with Harden. Oh. Making sure James signs a team-friendly deal to give us some cap space. Ah, good idea. Yeah. Trying out those world-famous chicken tenders. Yeah, yeah, with the house barbecue. Yeah, remember what happens in Delilah's. It stays there. It stays in Delilah's, yeah. including uh, illegal contract negotiations. He's not a member of the T, or uh, Malk's not it's a... It's just moral encouragement. Malk is not a part of the Sixers organization. He can, yep. he can do he what he needs to do. He is part of the Philly versus Everybody organization. Yeah, well, we're a separate entity. They're a multinational corporation. Yeah, they're just a basketball franchise. Well, John, here we are on the other side of 50, partner. Yep. We're looking ahead to 100 now. We got the new horizon. What do we think it's going to take to get to 100? Five years? It's like Six the years? end of Pirates of the Caribbean where he's like, bring me the horizon. And that was Amber Heard. That was the end. (laughs) (laughs) That was his horizon. Yep. Well, so it's been a month. We took a little time off because the 50th episode. Emotional fatigue, idiots. There was a lot of time and effort that went into that, so we needed to take a moment. Plus, not a whole lot's happening, but we're back. And let me just say, the uh, response that we received about the 50th episode extravaganza was overwhelming. We were we have been inundated with DMs on Instagram, emails. The Philly versus Everybody line has been blowing up nonstop. The voicemail is full. I wish we could play you some of the voicemails. We can't even keep up with deleting them before a new one takes its place. Yeah, it's fucked up. We already did too much. Amandoli, you don't need to call the voicemail line every two minutes. It's yeah. okay, but the ex- the extravaganza itself was masturbatory enough. We don't need to we don't need to go further. But all we're gonna say is you're welcome, listeners. That we, I mean, not only made it to 50 episodes, and to answer your question, yeah, probably will take. We're only getting older now, so it's just going to take us longer because more things are going to start happening. We started the pod October of 2019 and reached 50 episodes in May in May of 2022. 2022. So that's less than three years. And by the way, in that time, most of that was a two-year pandemic. Pan Diesel. I'd say it's pretty impressive that we reached 50 episodes at all. And as quickly as we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is dedication, guys. I Except for when we try and make a set schedule and we tell you it's going to be something, yeah. and then we never stick yeah. to that. So. But this isn't a hobby, okay? We Listen, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, and you guys got a little taste of that. And with Joe Rogan getting canceled, Spotify needs a new yeah. top podcast yep. to take over. We are looking to take over. 
we're coming to take over. Well, John, we have we're going to start the pod tonight with uh, something special. Well, not special, but something that we usually do, except it is the uh, the hockey minute. But we actually have a little bit to talk about tonight. Ooh. So we're going to do a hockey two minutes. How does that sound? I like double the time. And um, and this one's for you, Joe. So here we go. Ready? And go. So the finals are on. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Cup finals? Yep. Uh, the Avalanche just won in overtime. Colorado in game, Avalanche. In game four in Tampa. They're up 3-1 over, over, the time to, over the back-to-back champ lightning. I think that all hockey games should be played like the overtime period. We're just the first team to score wins. And then everybody goes home. Well, sometimes it's fun when it's like a everybody. All the home fans get a free drink, and then we get to go home. That's a terrible idea. Do we think that the Lightning have any chance at all? No, I think they're done for now. Well, they did. Win. It's going back to Colorado. Yeah, they did win two Stanley Cup Finals in a row. Yeah, I'm not saying they're a bad. Do they team. need the three? No, I don't know. They already won one, and spe- before the two. And speaking of that one before the two, the coach for that team was John Tortorella, and he's the new Flyers head coach. The Flyers hired a coach. Yep. He's a he's a known entity. He's coached the Lightning. Does that mean the Flyers will be anything? The Rangers, the Blue Jackets. Can we and expect him to be anything but total ass next season? Oh, well, I mean, probably not. We but... traded Giroux, right? Yeah. So he could, could come back. He's so he could agent. waste away in Florida. Yeah, he should have gone to Colorado. And Florida shouldn't have hockey teams, and really, this is my ultimate point. But Tampa's won three Stanley Cups. That, but that's what I'm saying. Tampa Bay, of all places, is playing for a third straight Stanley Cup final. You don't think of Florida when you think hockey. You think fucking Minnesota and Canada and garbage. A Canadian team hasn't won the Stanley Cup final since 1993, John. I think the sport as a whole is vastly on the decline. Uh, I think it fell off a hard cliff. When the last time the Flyers won the Stanley Cup? 1976. Well, like I said, after the Broad Street Bullies, everything just took a dive. It's a bad Its ratings sport. have actually been up this year because it's been on ESPN and ABC. Yeah. It, that, that was good for it. And getting on TNT, people like a TNT sports, you know? You get Sha- Imagine Shaq they, they and, Ernie and all those on. guys doing hockey. They have Gretzky. Shaq would be like... Oh, Shaq and Charles were on like the first episode as like a welcome to TNT kind of yeah. bullshit thing. And I think... Charles put on some goalie gear, and now it's about two minutes. By anyway, hockey's stupid. That's two minutes. So, um, speaking of finals, we just had the NBA finals. That's right. That's right. So it's it's been a minute. The Warriors, Warriors. took care of the Suns. The Suns, John, went up two zero in that series and crumbled again. And then crumbled again. Oops. No, but the Suns lost to the Mavs. Sorry, they lost to the Mavs. But none of this we covered, right? I don't remember, but no. the, the basketball pool we were in for the playoffs, I came in third and won 200 bucks. It's not bad. Uh, bad system, but good for you. <laughs> Took advantage of a rigged system. No, I just had good guesses. So, the the Boston Celtics made it to the finals. And honestly, like they were kind of the team of destiny all year. They got really hot at the end of the regular season. They, I think, you know, surprised a lot of people by beating the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, but then they were just outmatched by the Warriors, who are back. Well, the first few games, it was kind of back and forth because the Celtics are big. Yeah. But then Tatum's like, oh, shit, I don't like playing basketball. I'm not good. Tatum. The whole team just kind of fell apart. Tatum came up real small. Yeah. And the Warriors, Wiggins was just like, nah, I'm going to grab 13 and 15 rebounds. And he just was like, we made the joke before in the pod that he was going to be finals MVP, and if Steph wasn't God mode, Wiggins could have been. He had I put a good money f- on Wiggins to win MVP, he finals had a, MVP. Yeah, he had a good finals. I mean, he really looked like a number one overall pick, finally. One of my favorite players of all time, Andre Iguodala, saw like a minute and a half on the court. Another ring. 
another ring for for Iggy. He's got four now. So, but the Warriors are back. They're like back, back. You know, Clay didn't play his best this season. Yeah, well, they got Wiseman coming, but back he's Clay, too. and they have this guy Jordan Poole. Where did they find this guy? Yeah, he was he was kind of hit or miss in the. In yeah, the well, playoffs. they hit. But they hit though. I know they hit, but he it, had a big in impact. his playoffs. He but he was also hit and miss. He was bad. In some Jordan Poole is quickly becoming one of my favorite NBA players because he's just like a dog. Um, at, like at the at the uh, at the parade, he was like going along. Do you see that clip? Yeah. On Twitter. He's like high fiving all his fans, and there's like a baddie in the crowd. And he like stops and like gives her a hug and like all that shit. Uh, my old he's co- the man. My old college roommate, his brother. His friends with Damian Lee on the Warriors because they went to Drexel together. So my old roommate's brother was on the par- in the parade with the yeah. Warriors, hanging out That's with crazy. Draymond and Steph and everybody. He was on the on the like double decker bus, wearing rings on his hands. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see Clay? Clay was like white girl wasted. Yeah, he was just like plowing through people. Yeah, he plowed through that chick. In his defense, she got in his way, and he like tripped and was. And falling. he's six foot. Eight, like anyway, but thank God that we didn't have to watch the fucking Celtics win the finals. Eighteen banners, yeah, fuck you, idiots. Fuck Boston, idiot city, stupid idiots. My dad was happy. He he said the Warriors winning made his day, and that he hates Boston. Yep, he hates all their teams. He hates everybody from there. And I was just really happy to see Steph Curry win Finals MVP. Yeah, good for him. You know, he, soon, he didn't need to, but he, he well, he absolutely did. His legacy depended on it. No, <laughs> he needed to prove that he could win a ring without KD. Which he did before KD uh, got there. Well, he needed another one. <laughs> and he needed to win finals. You mean he needed to... He also won 73 games without KD. Yeah, no, but for real, the... the and the, there was... The, the, Twitter, the Twitter discourse um, around Steph is crazy. Everybody's yep. like, if he didn't have Draymond, he'd be a nobody. Half of Twitter, like, half no. of Twitter also thinks Jokic is the best player in the league, so... Bunch of... Twitter, Twitter is a reds. place, man. Ever since I've been back on there, I've just been like... Talk about how you're going to get off. Yeah, because it sucks. Day 600 of I'm going to get off Twitter. It's a constant battle. I have to fight it every day. Um, well, yeah, good for the. I mean, this is like I'm actually like not mad at all. I remember on the 50th pod we were talking about like of the teams remaining, who would we rather win? Yeah, the and we War- all said the Warriors, Warriors because doesn't bother me. Who cares? We've yeah. already seen them win a bunch. Good for Steph. Did you see today that it was reported? That um, after his first year at Davidson, he was recruited by Duke after they passed on him as a walk-on the yeah, year before. Yeah, he, he didn't go. And he didn't go. He's he, like, if they didn't want me then, I don't want him now. Fuck him. His brother did that, though. He went somewhere else and then transferred to Duke. Yeah, that's good time energy, though. I love that. Well, Seth's going to be a sixer again before the for too long. Because, breaking news, as of a couple days ago, Kevin Durant is going to become a Philadelphia 76er. I don't know how this came up, but all I knew... Is that in a press conference at Sixer Stand one two four eight nine? Yeah, KD was asked like, "Who in the league would he want to play for?" I don't know why they were asking this question, but he pretty definitively said Joel Embiid, the guy at thirty, he's amazing, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd want to play with Embiid." And of course, you know, everybody's going crazy. But this is the thing: while that's not exactly as active of a rumor, the Kyrie rumor the Lakers. Are. Yeah, Kyrie to the Lakers. Apparently, LeBron wants Kyrie back. Fine. Didn't that didn't that Cavs team break up because Kyrie didn't want to be LeBron's Robin to his Batman? Correct. But I guess Kyrie's been so. What, like, they're just oh, gonna sh- do it again? He's like, oh shit, I can't do it on my own. Bunch of whores. Well, I mean, Kyrie 
is just leaving teams in his dust. In his wake. He's a hell of a basketball player. I mean, people talk about Jimmy Butler being toxic and blowing up franchises. He blew up one. Kyrie's got three. Yeah. Kyrie... Kyrie destroyed has, the Cavs after they won the finals. Kyrie has burned every bridge. Destroyed Boston and now has if he leaves, burned the Brooklyn yeah. Nets to the ground. It's pretty great. And now he's going to come to L.A. And everybody's like, yeah, Kyrie, LeBron, and AD, they're going to be the best team ever. Except like, they're going to play a combined 40 games. There's, they still have no depth. I mean, they still traded everybody. To get Russ. Who helped them win the title for Russ. And, and so gonna, what, they're going to ship Russ for picks? Yeah, stupid. Well, I think it was fake. The, but the idea was Russ and two picks for Kyrie and what's his face? Oh yeah, Joe Harris. Joe Harris, yeah, yeah. Which wouldn't be a bad trade, I think, for either side, as long as the Nets were able to move Russ again. And well, for what? Well, they would have to have Russ for a while, but because you can't trade them back to back, you can't just flip guys. No, there's like a CBA rule on when you can trade guys again. Interesting. But well, but the off any team is getting long, Russ so. is losing the trade. Yeah, remember Russ was talking about in a in a postseason press conference or whatever about how he thinks he's got plenty left. Oh yeah, he's still that guy. He's still, he, he says. I think the quote was that he thinks he deserves a max deal. Yeah, well, two K has you like a seventy eight, bro. Yeah. So you suck. They called you Westbrook for a reason. He got really mad when people did that, but that's what's going to happen. But I, so he should kill all the Jazz. So Ky, I mean, this is the thing. If Kyrie, like the Kyrie KD thing was essential to the entire Nets thing. The reason the Nets became super team is because KD and Kyrie said, let's play together. Uh, where should we go? And the people were talking about the Knicks. People were talking about and other teams. W- then they went to the Nets. And they ended up going to the Nets. People were talking about the Lakers at the time. And then Jim Beasel was like, yeah, I'll go there. So if Kyrie gets traded because LeBron and Palenka are like, we want fucking Kyrie, then that pretty much blows up the whole Nets yeah, thing because Harden's been KD gone. Be why does KD gone? So... I think this is hilarious because no matter where KD goes or if he goes anywhere, the Nets next year could be Ben Simmons and a bunch of nobodies. That'd be great. Which would be amazing. See him win like 38 games. But that would be exactly what Ben wants. That's what he wants. He wants his team. Yeah, and he would be and he would be the second team in the market because the Knicks, without KD, the Knicks would then again be the dominant team that people care yeah. about. If KD came, it would have to be a trade. Yeah, you'd have to trade Tobias. We have to trade Toby to make the money work. Yeah. Well, we should try. I mean, trade Tobias and Matisse in number twenty-eight. There have been all whatever. these talks about you know our off-season moves and Tobias getting traded. Seems like one that's gonna happen. I think it's one that fans want to have happen. But I mean, you look at Matisse also on the block. It seems like every year with the Sixers, we try to find like one scapegoat. Like here's the reason we didn't win the finals last year is Ben Simmons in the Atlanta series. But it was also Doc. We've talked about this before. Years before that, it was Brett. But Tobias Embiid wasn't isn't so much that, that level. his fault. It's just he's getting paid way too right. much to not be but very But I think good. that in the last few years, Tobias, while he has put together, you know, a reasonable, like he's not the guy that we need as the third option or as a guy who makes that much money who's supposed to help us win. He's not that guy. Yeah. I think you have to move on from him, especially when you're talking about bringing in another guy who has enough money. It only makes sense. And especially if we can maybe, like, maybe we don't get KD, but maybe we get guys who can contribute role guys because you know the bench needs to score more than six points a game yeah that'd be nice (laughs) i saw a trade i saw no this was like an image on twitter reliable it was just like people fucking around on the trade machine uh with the trade machine stuff i'm gonna trade uh everybody for everybody imagine if we ended up with if we traded for katie and also brought seth curry back 
And then we also got PJ Tucker. And then our starting five would be Harden, Curry, KD, PJ Tucker, and Embiid. Yeah. <laughs> Who beats that starting five? Be pretty good. I mean, PJ Tucker's old, but he would do exactly what he needs to do in the four spot. And then, I mean, Seth Curry hits threes. James Harden's James Harden. KD's KD. Embiid's Embiid. Those three alone. It would never happen because in order to get all those players, you'd, you'd have, have to, to trade the everything. entire bench. Yeah. You just have to bring in like a bunch of G League guys. Yeah, you'd have no team, and that wouldn't solve the problem. The 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 starters would be like the best unit in basketball, and the bench would be the worst thing in the world. It'd be like, well, when the starters are on, the Sixers are plus seventy five, but when they're off, they're minus ninety six right. on the season. Right. <laughs> and so every time the starters sit for their eight minutes or whatever, the bench just like digs them a big hole. And the kitty's like, fuck, I got to well, shoot It's like the Phillies. Things. It's like insurance. It's like, well, I guess the starters have to put us up by a certain differential. Yeah, because the bullpen's Because the bullpen's going to blow it. John David Booty. Well, that obviously works for the Phillies. But we'll get to that. I think that there's... And then there's these P.J. Tucker conversations. Look... Three years is too much for him. Regardless of what his deal ends up being, I have said... I said, you can attest. Yeah, you wanted P.J. Tucker. Every time we watched a Heat game, not just in our series, but anytime I've watched P.J. Tucker play, I'm like, he is... That's the gene... That we talk about all the time that the Sixers are missing, right? That Jimmy Butler has, that some of these guys have, and it seems to be missing from the Sixers. Unless Daryl can get some great deal because he played with him in Houston, I don't. You can't do three years. If we do end up moving Tobias, right? Like this is the question we really have. Like, say we move Tobias, we either really end up with another star or a bunch of other guys. Yeah. And if we end up with a bunch of other guys, and one of those guys is P.J. Tucker, I don't think that's the end of the world. No, the um, bunch of other guys with the Wizards were pretty good. He plays for a lot stretches of like Kuzma and Montrez and stuff. Defensively, he's got like Marcus Smart energy. You yeah, know? he likes he he's he's like a Pat Bev. He he's, just likes to yeah, get in people's faces. He's kind of a bully. Yeah, he's a good rebounder. He's not he's not a total liability offensively. I mean, no, not he even. can hit he's, corner threes. Yeah, he's pretty decent. So we saw the Heat just get to the finals. No, what am I fucking talking about? Conference finals. Did I say earlier that they the Celtics beat. played the Bucks in the yeah. conference finals? No, they did not. They played the Heat. Yeah, the Bucks lost. That's how long it's been and how little I care. No Chris Middleton. Well, Doc Rivers is still with the with the Sixers, which Sam Cassell might be going to the Jazzo. It's just it's great to see all of the Sixers assistant coaches get traded and then just go have more success than the Sixers ever do. It's not my fault. Well, it's definitely not Doc's fault. And if Malcolm were here, he would tell us all. But how do you know it's not whose Doc's fault, fault losing because was? Because the Philly media sucks. But do you know whose fault losing was? Who? Joe Girardi's fault. Exactly, which is an excellent pivot talking about other coaching decisions. Firing him has been amazing. It should not have worked out this way. 14 and 4 since they fired him. 14 and 4. And the, it, including and that, what, a nine game win streak? Yeah, they just got swept in a two game series against the Rangers. So, I mean, it was 14 and 2 coming into that series. But and the part of that's been with Harper out with a yeah. blister infection. Uh, he got a blister infection. Yeah. What is he doing? I don't know. Jerking with his blisters. Right. Like, what do you got to do with a blister to get a blister infection? I don't know. I have blisters sometimes. But Schwarbaum put a bandaid on. Yeah, Schwarbaum is amazing. Castellanos needs to move out of Ben Simmons' house because I don't know what he's doing. At yeah. The plate. He fucked himself. He's been that hitting house. okay, but he's also been like really sucking. It's, he he it, hit three doubles in the national series, which was nice. Yeah, but he he's he's not really hitting. in high leverage situations. He's really hit. Him nice. and Real Muto have zero home runs in June. 
Yeah, Real Muto has been playing great. He's been playing better. He made a lot of mistakes, and he's, then now he's been making fewer mistakes. His which favorite. Is good. He's been better at the plate, like uh, behind the plate for sure this year. Mm-hmm. But he his favorite thing, bases loaded, don't play, no outs, don't yeah. play. Loves it. He did that like three games in a Phillies row. Phillies have zero hits on bases loaded and no outs this season. Really? Is how bad is that? That's atrocious. Yeah. And they've hit grand slams. Bryce hit a fucking grand slam. Yep. But no base hits. No, they've gotten zero hits when there's no outs. That's right. He hit that grand slam. That was fucking, that rocked. Yeah. And then they give him another home run. But we still want it, baby. Bryce Harper is... um... They've been getting good good contributions from young guys, though. Like, Veerling had a lot of clutch home runs. He had two against the, the, the Nationals. He had one... To put us up against the Brewers, Bohm hit a few. Stott's been hitting some home runs. Oh man, Bohm has been great. Stott has been great. Stott in particular. DD for the most part's been good since he's come back. He's Stott cooled off that, a little bit. Yeah, Stott hit that walk off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but DD's still batting around three hundred. No, DD's been very good great. since coming back, which is great. Yeah, um, but I remember before Girardi was fired, everybody was talking about, well, what's it going to take? You know, there's really nothing else we can do except fire the manager. And everybody's like, well, that's not going to fix it. <laughs> except it, it except looked, it did. We immediately, immediately just went on a nine-game win streak. I mean, in that same span, though, what sucks is in those 15 first games, the Phillies went 13-2, and two, and the Braves yeah. were 14-1. and one. Yep. Starting that fourteen, so we and gained 0. almost no ground. No, we gained no ground because they were fourteen and zero, and they lost one game finally against the Cubs, who had lost ten in a row. Right, which is great for us. But they actually beat them two days. In but a row. I mean, that week, uh, that was lose. Like, that was like the best week to be a Phillies. It's fan like oh, bottom of the ninth, time. they still are going to win. So I mean, as of right now, we're thirty six and thirty four. That's good for third in the division. Eighth in the league, which is not good enough for the postseason. No, but if they keep We're on up, the right side of five hundred, if they though. keep up their winning, I mean, they just have to do what they can do. And they got a lot of games against the Braves left, so we got a lot of get games against not only the Braves but other bad teams. Well, but the Braves is important because you can pick yeah. up so much ground. And I think we got a lot of games against the Mets too. No, two series left no, against the just Mets. Two? They've okay. played the Mets like three or four times already. I love Pete Alonso. It's such a shame that he's a Met. I don't really hate the Mets as much as I just recognize them as, you know, our division foe. Oh, I hate I hate the Mets. I hate the Nationals. I hate. See, I don't really hate, I, I hate don't I don't like the, the attitude, but I hate the Mets and I hate their Well, fans. they should have stayed in Montreal and been the Expos cuz I was a big like Yeah, Expos were fine. I thought the Expos were cool. Nobody had beef with the Talk Expos. Talk about Canada baseball, fuck the Toronto Blue Jays. No, Rogers Center is pretty the cool. The Expos were sick. You can fuck in the hotel in center field. What? In Toronto there's a hotel and there's rooms in center field. Yeah, there's. Will you watch the game from your room? Yeah. Oh shit! Your balcony is the outfield. I'm gonna be there for a wedding in the summer. I should tell uh, Cactus Club. You gotta go to Cactus I should, Club. I should tell him a GF. You keep saying that, and here's the thing: you need to remind me like the day that I leave. What do you? I, I'm also just reminding you throughout. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not gonna remember it. You gotta. I'm gonna be like, well, I'm going to Toronto. Bye. And you gotta be at Cactus Club. Well, I will. And then text me the next day, Cactus Club. That's all I'll say to you. Is it a cool bar? Yeah, it's great. All right, I take I take your word for it. There's a lot of uh, very attractive women that work there that wear sleek black dresses. That's the dress code. My girlfriend's going to love that. Breland well, had fun there. Bryce Harper is the only Philly they haven't included pitchers uh, who is an all-star finalist. He is leading the NL in DH voting by quite a bit. 
Yeah, he's going to be the starting DH. Finally, this Which would is great. Be, this would be his first All Star game as a Philly. How does that fucking make sense? He won the MVP I last know. year. But you know, Jimmy Rollins, year he won MVP, wasn't uh, All Star either. What the fuck? Yeah. Who votes for MVP besides fans? No, the MVP is sports writers, All Stars. Oh, All Stars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the fans are stupid. I mean, I know I was advocating for the fans having a say in the MVP race when it comes to the uh, NBA. But don't do it like baseball does it with the All-Star. I don't know. However they're doing it, it's wrong. This year they got it right. That's a Cactus Club specialty there, Froze. Froze? Oh, God. That's very good. It's one of those places. It's only eight bucks. Eight bucks? All right. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. The Froze happy hour is five dollars. Five bucks. And then you can get a Froze. I don't need like Froze stuff. And then you can get a Froze vodka soda for eight bucks. That was not a big Froze guy. You're, You're unwilling to try anything I suggest to you ever. Well, no. I'll try it. I'm just, I'm not a big frozen drink guy. Well, don't dismiss it before you try it. All right. Don't knock it before you try it. Yeah, don't go in with a negative attitude. Well, uh, you just, I, you know, I like my liquor, you know, Don Draper style. Just put liquor in a cup, but he ice. Does, he doesn't drink gin. Uh, not usually. Or not much. Or if it's all he drink. has, that's what he'll drink. In TVs and movies, I see people drink gin straight out of the bottle. I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? I know. Or anytime they do that, it makes no sense. Have you have you seen Flight, that Denzel movie? Mm-mm. Well, there's a scene where he just chugs out of a handle of vodka. Oh, because he's an alcoholic. Yeah. But it's like, come on. That's like some super alcoholic shit. <laughs> like at the end of There Will Be Blood. Yeah, true. I am the third revelation. <laughs> Give me the blood, Lord. Give me the vodka, Lord. Pretty much. We saw that movie at uh, the New Beverly Cinema. Yep. Followed the week thereafter by No Country for Old Men. Correct. Two great experiences. Correct. Um, What else is going on in the MLB? Oh, I have some good news. Oh, the Yankees are unstoppable. Aaron Judge has 27 home runs. The Yankees are unstoppable. They are scoring the most runs of any team in the MLB, and they are giving up the fewest runs of any team in the MLB, which sounds like a winning formula to me. Yeah, that kind of usually is how you win the game. Yeah, and Aaron Judge is hitting 5,800. He's on pace to hit, like, 55. What's funny, though, it's like it seems like he's at a titanic pace, but he's not even close to Bonds' pace. No. Because Bonds had 40 by the All-Star break that year. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, he was juiced up, so... Yeah, well, he's the best player ever. Speaking of juice, the MLB is starting to finally allow teams to accept CBD sponsorships. Oh, interesting. Progressive, huh? Manfred. This is one of the only good things that baseball has done in a long time. Because you know what the kids like. Them making the Universal DH was fine. CBDs. Yeah, that was good. CBDs nuts. And banning the shift, even though it doesn't start till next year. Yep. Or limiting the shift. And the pitch clock, which isn't going to happen That's for another stupid. two years. I think the pitch clock is is good. If you watch baseball from the 80s and 90s, the pace of the game is much quicker because... I do agree some pitchers... They really take advantage. I, I agree some pitchers are super deliberate, but I also think you don't need a clock as much as you just need to tell the umps. You need to control this and be like, you can't keep doing that. The clock, however, takes it out of the umps' hands, and then it's just a rule. that it's like, True. you've got to throw your next pitch. But the thing is, you know, in the NBA, they have that 10-second rule at the free throw line. Oh, shit. Our takes are so hot, the fire uh, fire department just yeah, showed up. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, shit. They're, they're just blasting us with water right now. You boys look thirsty. Sorry. you were t- We were talking about the rule with the pitch clock. You're saying it's just... it's. Oh, yeah. I'm saying I don't mind that, that rule. 
it's going to... You still need the umpire to enforce it. Yeah, well, the umps aren't exactly doing a good job either. I know that the whole, like, bot ump thing isn't ready yet, but get it ready. Like, do whatever you have to do to develop it. Yeah, because umpires suck. They suck. They should all be shot in the head. And everybody's like, well, the square you see on TV isn't... That is the strike song. it... It's not so much about like what the square says as it is like you'll see an up call the same strike a strike and a ball in the same at bat. Yeah. What the fuck is that all There's about? There's no consistency in the zone. If you hit the outside of the plate, that's a strike. If you no. don't, if it's a ball, but like don't. Nobody minds a consistent zone. It's an inconsistent right. zone that's a problem. And that was always my problem when I played baseball. And, you know, that's, that's what I think everybody wants from uh, umps and officials in the sports in the sports is consistency. Call both ways. You know, if you're going to, like in, in basketball, if you're going to blow the whistle a bunch or you're going to let them play, fine, but call Yeah, but don't, don't, don't swallow the whistle for one team and blow it at uh, an eyelash touching the other person. But we've talked about side. this before more generally. We don't have to get into it now necessarily, but I think that pro sports as a whole has an officiating problem. Yeah, they all suck. They're we all talk bad. about it in football and in basketball They're all the time. They're all too old. Baseball, it's gotten to be a thing. They're all too old. Well, my idea with the NFL is that instead of these guys having part-time officiating jobs, that they should it no, should they be should a profession. All be, they should all be full-time employees. It should be but a the, profession. The NFL doesn't want to do that. And they should live in a convent of refs like nuns do, <laughs> where they do nothing but study the game. Okay, I don't think they have to live in a convent. They rewatch old tape. They rewatch like their own tape. You know what I mean? Like but If it, the players it, are watching their tape from previous games, why shouldn't umps be watching? It, it should definitely be a full-year job for NFL referees. And then league should put on some sort of like training and classes these guys have to go to. But there's no celibacy in the convent of umps. Unlike nun- nunneries, they're allowed to have sex. Not only are they not allowed, are they allowed to have sex, but they'll actually like ship in women for them to fuck consensually, and not Deshaun Watson style. And that'll be yeah, and that'll be. We'll just get it. You know, they'll hang. They'll, just imagine that. Make it like in the Ro- like in the ancient Rome. Like being in the elite forces of the, you know, if you're like a legionnaire, you're the fucking man. I'm Maximus. That's what we need to make being an NFL ref like where everybody wants to do it. It's like an elite thing. You go hang out, watch football with your bros, and then they just bring in concubines for you to do your thing with. And then you go out and run on the field with the NFL players on Sunday. You can never have a family. You can never like have any other profession. You're in for life. It's like a Supreme Court thing. And then you're in, except you get to officiate the great the the uh, the greatest game. Mm. This is a great idea, and we're going to run with it. I think they should expand it to all sports. One Bresnov is commissioner, maybe. Yeah. The Shield. The Shield. Well, what else we got? What else we got, partner? Enemies. I got lots of enemies. 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 Do you see Miles Bridges post lean? Yeah, and then called it strawberry and lemonade. Said it's strawberry lemonade. It's like, dude, that shit is purple, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I know what strawberry lemonade looks like. And it's not That purple. is not it, dude. And he had a joint in his hand. It's like, my guy, nobody drinks strawberry lemonade with a joint in their hand, but and was takes it a in picture a styrofoam cup too? Yeah, it's like that's how you do lean, bro. Everybody knows that, and you're rich. Don't f- <sighs> the audacity, and then he deleted the tweet. Yeah, he's like hilarious. Oh, y'all tripping? It's like no, bro. It's like yo, you're obviously tripping. You posted lean. Don't post about it on social media. But like, I love how everybody was just like, "LOL," like he's yeah. he's, uh, oh, he's oh, drawing. Oh, <laughs> like what? What are you supposed to say? 
Well, um, let's let's switch to the the NFL. Speaking of the Shield, and let's start with the the biggest story in the offseason, which is the Deshaun Watson free jacking saga. Yeah, he's going to settle twenty of twenty four cases. Ha- hasn't? Yeah, there were other there were there were more girls that accused him. There, there were, were supposedly going to be two more that to make it twenty six, but now there's twenty four. But he's settling twenty of the twenty. But there have since been more lawsuits since the like the original. Yeah, since he settled the twenty of how many? Twenty four. I mean, he's making how much money? Two hundred thirty guaranteed from that stupid. How much idiot do these masseuses need? Give him a million apiece. I'd settle for that. Vinnie Mac paid three million. I, 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 yeah. An NFL player nutted on me while I was doing my job, and you're going to give me a million dollars to shut up about it? Fine. He free jacked on me. I mean, I would do that. You'd I'm, free jack? No, no. I'm saying if I'm rolling calls, and like Aaron Donald came in the front door, just nutted all over me, and then he's like, "Here's a million dollars cash." I'd be like, "We're we're square. We're good." Like yeah. this sucks. This is a violation of my. My my being and everything. I, I, can we stop talking about Aaron Donald nutting on you? <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, it's an occupational hazard. You know no. what else is an occupational hazard? Being the Browns quarterback. The story is crazy. Um, it's a crazy story. Why don't you tell the listeners uh, about it a little more while well, I refresh ha- these drinks? How about, um, sure, he, he just is a perv. He's a deviant. He's a sexual predator. He goes to massage parlors or masseuses and is naked under the towel when he's not supposed to be, but because he's Mr. Deshaun Watson, uh, and this was in Houston at the time, he could do whatever he wanted, and they just free jacks on him. Yeah, the free jacking's really fucked up, though, that he just would thrust his hips into coming. Um, yeah, and then also, JT said off mic that it doesn't make any sense. Also, he, uh, Puffy, Puffy posted a, a, like a massage and Deshaun Watson on Instagram just did the eyes emoji. It's like, bro, stay away from the masseuses. I think it's because he knows he's fine. I think that, and this is like, I'm not saying this is a good thing. This is simply the fact. I think that the worst of it is over for Deshaun Watson. I hope he gets a year-long suspension. There were all the articles, all the news came out. And all the takes and all the shows were talking about him and everything, and everybody's writing their think pieces. And I mean, it's obviously terrible what happened to those women. He should not have done that. It's sexual assault. We're acknowledging that. However, what I'm saying is that no matter what his suspension is, it's all like, you know, in a year or two, I said this before, it's nobody's going to really if, remember What if this. Raj really comes down and gives him a lifetime ban? I don't think it's going to happen. Do he's, the Browns still pay He's him? one of the best QBs in the league. Yeah, but Raj can just really make a statement like... Roger has shown repeatedly that his... But who cares? It's the Browns. But it's money. Yeah, but it's the Browns. But it's money. They don't make money. As much money as the league can make, you know? If the Browns continue to be bad, they can be sold again. And this is my that hot makes take more money uh, for Kaepernick, league. is that Kaepernick was blackballed, but it was also worth doing because Kaepernick wasn't... A Deshaun Watson type. Could you imagine if like Aaron Rodgers tried to do well, some shit I mean, like the, that? The league be a different had, story. The league had to pay him like twenty five million dollars because they acknowledged they blackballed him. Yeah, I'm just saying that Deshaun Watson is on a, a talent level. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, he and is. represents more money to the league. Like if we're being really crass about it, he represents way more in potential earnings for the league. Potentially, or he could keep being a fucking freak. Do you think they'll give him a year suspension? That's what's being discussed. Give him a bullet in the head. But a year. A year. 
Yeah, I don't know. But like, it, the, Brian Hoyer would be their quarterback if they trade Baker. Then the year talk only started recently. When after more these, women keep coming out. Yeah, yeah. It's a touchy thing. I mean, originally we said it would be probably six to eight weeks so that they could maybe start Baker and trade him by the deadline. But Baker hasn't reported to camp, right? No. Does Baker intend to, like, let's say he does give me your suspension. I think Baker Mayfield is an idiot not to play. I mean, if they're he, not going to trade, I mean, maybe they if do he trade get, him. If it's like you're traded to the Seahawks or you play here, I would just rather be traded. You get DK. But, like, the trade, and, isn't, a, and, but the trade you, isn't a sure thing. I know, but if the Brown, if it's. If, it's not definitely to the Seahawks. Well, who else is going to trade for him? The Panthers still haven't. Well, that's because the money thing isn't right. The Panthers were willing to do it, but they wanted the Browns to take on half or most, I think, most of his contract. It was recently reported. Well, they got to pay for NDAs with the new Well, it was recently reported that the Browns were potentially willing to pay up to as much as half of Baker's salary next year. So I think there's some wiggle room that could happen there. He could still be a Panther. But my point is, like, let's say he doesn't get traded. Let's say Baker Mayfield's not getting traded. You either sit on the bench or, or hold out. Well, then out. he should play. He should play. Yeah. Because it's basically a prove-it year. You know, some other team's going to get your free agency next year. Go do your thing. You got some playoffs two years ago. Like, come yeah, on. I mean, if, if, if it was team. a full year, there's no reason for him not to play because there's no chance of him getting benched then. I understand why Baker feels scorned. But you're talking about the Browns. So for him, he should really just... You're right. I think he should really just cut his losses. Yeah. I mean, and be done with the organization. It sounds like he is, which good for him. I hope they move again. <laughs> Jasper would be crestfallen. He'd have to be a Steelers fan. There's no way he'd allow that to happen. No. Just imagine the Browns got so bad again, they moved. Ugh. They became like the Ottawa Browns. Well, no one really cares about the Browns anyway. Even Browns fans were like, well, we're the Browns. Speaking of the Browns and former Browns, well, actually, no, he was never a Brown. Whatever. Jack Del Rio said that January 6th was a dust-up. And that was really the the light, the... Mo- the that, that was like... That was the buzz. That was the um, the like, sound bite. Yeah. But what he really he went on to say all this other shit about how nobody cares when like all these black people are yeah the, the whole conversation was Floyd. worse than the dust up thing. He really uh, revealed himself to be a oh, fucking he, he, wacko. He's been a, he's man. been a queuing on wacko on Twitter for a long time. It's a shame because I used to play as Jack Del Rio with the Jaguars. with my Raiders franchise. Oh, the Raiders in Madden eighteen. Yeah, he was their coach, and then they fired him for John Gruden. We also what happened there. <sighs> he was scapegoated by the league. Riverboat, Riverboat, uh, find Del Rio hundred thousand dollars. John Gruden, we haven't heard the last of him. He might not oh, coach again. He's got that lawsuit. Going he's got on. the lawsuit. It's not. We have not heard the end of that. The league absolutely said we are going to make you the scapegoat, John Gruden. You are the guy. Look, look at what we're doing. But now Dan Snyder is getting subpoenaed for something. John Dan Snyder is being subpoenaed by the United States House of Representatives, <laughs> who have opened a committee, a special committee investigation on the workplace. I don't think people realize like how big that is. Like, like how bad the government are. has gotten involved with pro sports. Very rarely, a, steroids. A United States House Select Committee has been established to take a look at. Just how fucked up the Washington Commanders franchise is, and the recent revelation is that Dan Snyder formed his own quote shadow investigation to bury evidence of sexual harassment and financial fraud throughout the organization. How great would it be if he went to prison? 
That'd be incredible. Uh, talk about an organization you should move. I don't mind the Browns staying in Cleveland because let's be honest, they're in Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. Does Ohio deserve two teams? No, but they already have a good team. So yeah. let them have a bad team. Yeah, you're right. It's Ohio. But I think the Washington Commanders need to be moved. Yeah, now that they're no longer the slur name, like there's no history really DC's anymore. DC's not a real sports city. Yeah. And they're not even in, they're in Maryland. Keep them on the keep them in the Northeast, keep them in the NFC East, you know, but I, I don't know who needs a team. We talked about this before. Move them to Toronto. Toronto, the Toronto NFL team? Yeah. That's not a terrible idea. They've already got... And they could be easily in the NFC East still. They've already got the other three major sports, right? Correct. It's not a bad idea. And they have CFL already. They have football. It's just a little different. Make a Toronto Mounties. Like, Alabama doesn't have a pro sports team. No, but that doesn't make sense. Make them like the Birmingham... They're too into... Auburn and Alabama. That's yeah. like the thing down there. The South is super into that shit. Yeah. You could make it, get West Virginia a pro team. Joe Manchin. Well, that's why our friend Jasper is a Browns fan, because West Virginia is a desert. Yeah, I wonder. Of NFL. It's really weird. If the now commanders move to West Virginia, would Jasper convert, or would he stay a Browns fan? The ghost. If they move to West Virginia? If the commanders move to West Virginia. So West Virginia if had If they move to Huntington, West Virginia which is where he's born and raised, then yes. If they were the Huntington Green Herd. Literally, that's yeah. what it would take. But if they move the Randy Moss as first head coach. West Virginia's not a big enough market. Chad Pennington is offensive coordinator. Yeah, and there's not that there's not enough money in that part of the country. It's it's just not. It'd have to be a major media market. Or a, a reasonable media market. That's why Toronto makes sense, and it's an international market. Yeah, it would keep them in the NFC East. Yeah, you hear still- that? You listening, Brez? Yeah. Run this by Roger next time you're driving him around. Shunger? Well, <sighs> idiots. I mean... Speaking of sexual harassment, more... <laughs> it, this is going to a different sport or sports entertainment, but Vince McMahon also yep. in trouble for doing shady shit. Yep. Fucking a paralegal and then giving her a raise as he fucked her and then made her sign an NDA about all this passed her off to the head of talent relations to also fuck and paid her $3 million. And then settled $3 million. Yeah. With a publicly traded company's money. If he still owned it, I mean, he owns 88% of the shares still. But they're a public company. Or he has 88% of the vote or whatever. shareholders. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so unless it came out of... It ain't your money, partner. Unless it came out of Vinnie Mac's pocket. Which it did not. Anyway, so there's He's an still going on TV every yeah. week. It's crazy. There's an investigation and he stepped down as CEO. But I think this really reveals the power of Vince McMahon. It doesn't matter like whether or not he's CEO, CEO or whatever. WWE is sports entertainment. Well, and I think that word is more important. They also said in the press release, Stephanie will be interim CEO. Vince McMahon will still be head of creative. So he still runs whatever's happening. He makes yeah. every storyline. I think that ultimately if the fallout of this investigation and scandal is that Vince McMahon has to give up ownership of the WWE, I think we have a great candidate to do so, partner, and you're wearing his fucking shirt. Triple H? That's goddamn right. I mean, he's part of the family already. I think that he should be the new guy. The game. It's all about the game. WW game. And how you play it. <laughs> And and the things Vince says when he comes out on SmackDown, he just said, basically, then, now, especially, or he's like, then, together. now, forever, and especially, together. Welcome to SmackDown. That's the dumbest shit. And then on Raw, he's like, this is the 1,578th episode of Raw, which makes it, or continues it being the longest running television program 
Uh, but you know who's been here for 20 of the 30 years? John Cena, and he's back next week. Great. Well, John Cena is back, which is good. John Cena, semen. <laughs> I showed you that video. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> crazy how long everywhere. Cena's been in the pop culture zeitgeist. And I got to give Cena credit. When he first started trying to do the rock thing where he... Uh, went to do movies and commercials and shit. I was like, you're not gonna be able to do it. Him but growing out the hair and being funny is good. He has, he has achieved a level of, I don't know, whatever, fame and and fun times. Believability as an actor now. Yeah, he's not the Miz and the Marine Six. Gronkowski retired. Yeah, until they offer him more money. Probably. Yeah, who cares? He's coming back. I don't believe that shit for a second. He's like, oh. I don't want to do training camp, but when Tom tells me to come to week one, I'll be there. He's like, Tom retired once. Uh, I'm going to outbeat Tom So I'm going to retire twice. Then I can retire a third time when I finally retire. <laughs> I'm from Buffalo. He's going to die. No, he's going to die on the field. That's a retirement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buffalo. I'm from Buffalo. I was in the army. This is Frank. He was in the army. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Eagles signed a safety. Jaquaski Tart from the Niners. I got to say, John, the way that Howie Roseman has basically just rebuilt the defense in this offseason, it's Howie, very encouraging. Howie's doing a good Howie year. It's very encouraging. We brought in A.J. Brown. We have another star receiver. James Bradbury. We have running backs. Hassan we have an Reddick. O-line. We have a QB who's going to take another step forward. Jordan Davis. And then, yeah, all this shit on defense. Yeah. Jordan Davis is going to be very, very, <clears throat> very good. Big Remi- boy. Reminder that he's like 6'10 and ran like, what, a 4'5", 40 no, yard? No, 4'7", Still an incredibly fast. And he's like 370. Yeah. A mountain. Imagine 370 Mount pounds. Mount Kilimanjaro should not yeah. run that fast. Imagine 370 pounds coming at you at a sub 540. And then he just gets to hit you with his body weight because you have a ball in your Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's obviously young and everything, but he's going to learn from one of the best D tackles. Yeah, he's got a great group of veterans there. He's with, got Fletcher Cox and... And, uh, and, and Graham, because Graham plays inside too yeah. sometimes. So he can... And they're like, look, kid, you got talent, you do it. here's how you do it. Yeah, and then I guarantee you, two or three years from now, he's going to be the kind of D tackle who gets doubled every time. And then... Somebody like Hassan Reddick just is open Gets on the like edge. 18 sacks. TE for Temple U. I got to say, I think we were not the only ones who noticed that the Eagles were like bottom of the league in terms of sacks last season. Yeah, well, Gannon also never blitz. He's like, all right, let's Gannon's play. Gannon's a fucking moron. Let's play 45 yards off. He's the line. a moron. I used to get on Jim Schwartz about playing sticks defense. But this is his base defense. No, see, what Gannon does is he's a fucking idiot. Is he's, His whole philosophy is don't give up the big play. Let him chip away, but don't give up the big play. Except, here's the thing. They chip away at us and give up the big plays. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm they, sorry. They, they never get the turnover. I know that there's a specific statistic for like 20-plus yard plays, but a 16-yard play or it's an 18-yard play is still bad, Joe. Johnny Gans. Whatever. It's still bad, idiot. I'm going to start calling him Joe Gannon. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be called. Until we get more than Jim, two, two Jim, sacks as a team Jim, in 17 games. Jim Goonan. Or however fucking many we got. God two damn Two sacks as a team. <laughs> I mean, but it was literally... They were they were like 31st in the league. It was that they embarrassing. Were, they were very bad. For the amount of money in the D-line, for God's sake. Jalen Hurts looks like he's just straight up ripped. Jalen Hurts is 
enormous. There were photos of him at OTAs and like they literally side by side compared him throwing the ball and his arms doubled in size. Huge. <laughs> He's never gonna get tackled though. I mean he already do what kind of steamroll guys now he just I <laughs> said this in the offseason. I read our our best buds, Zach Berman, wrote a really great article in the athletic where he talked to Jalen about everything he did this offseason, and he did not, you know, I know he hasn't been in the league that long, but... Third year? He approached this offseason differently, he said, than he's ever approached sort of the process of preparing for an NFL season in terms of his training regimen, his diet, the way he watches film, and, like, the way he goes through analytics, and practice, and just... It sounds like he is committed to... Taking as big a step forward this upcoming QB1. season as he can. Yeah, and and proving to everybody that he's QB1. Didn't um, didn't some hack from ESPN put out a list of like his top QBs in the league and Jalen Hurts was like 24th or something? Oh, if they did, I, I might Some disrespectful that. horse shit like that? Nah, he's QB1. He's too swaggy not to work out. How many he rushing has, yards did he have? He has year? to work out. Didn't he have 900 rushing some, yards last some year? Some 800, something like that, yeah. Those are Jeffrey Outlaw numbers. He has to work out. He's too swaggy. He's just way too cool. He's too swaggy. This is the thing. Like, the Eagles don't always pick cool guys, even if they pick good yeah. guys. He's too cool. We he talk has about to be good. Intangibles. Everybody loves that word in football. Intangibles. Hey, knock on whatever you're wearing tangibles, right. man. Coachability and, you know, your mental outlook and how you approach every day, every week, and how you practice and that mamba mentality shit. But what's really important is... Swag. swag. You know who had swag? Nick Foles. Do you know why? Because he had a nine-inch penis. He had an absolute hog. And he was just like, look, I don't care what you say about me. I don't care if I throw a billion interceptions. I'm winning the Super Bowl. I have this huge fucking dong, and I'm beating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, bitch. You know who else had a bunch of swag with a hoop earring? Who? MJ. That's right. That's right. Jalen's He has the swag gene. Because it doesn't feel like he's trying. No, he know. just puts on a fit and he's just swagging. Talk about a guy who tries, Baker Mayfield. You remember all those fits? Cuxin, looking like a hot dog. And just the way that they like carry themselves. You can tell when a guy is au natural swag. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, those yeah, are some one of the, uh, another bonafide great, double Ds, you know? You're like, damn, maybe. Another great example of that was one time Mike Vick had a collared shirt and a blazer on. But slides and shorts on under the pedestal, like because you couldn't see. Incredible. <laughs> uh, you know another funny thing about uh, Vince McMahon? He doesn't like sneezing. No, he hates it. Why is that, John? Because he can't control it. <laughs> Just like he shaves every day, because even though he grows a nice beard, he can't let the beard win. He can't let the beard win. Vince is a psycho. He's a psycho. He has to win at everything. <laughs> Vince is a psycho. I mean, he's in his eighties, right? He's seventy-six. Didn't he fight at WrestleMania? Yeah, he beat Pat McAfee. What a fucking animal! And then Stone, because he's eighty six. Pat beat Theory. He beat Pat, and then Stone Cold stunned them all. Dude, he's eighty six years old. No, seventy six. Okay, well, okay, that's not as bad. Yeah, okay. He's got, but he, he's but he's got like this much juice left. Yeah, he's kind of weird, but he also is kind of still pretty yoked for being seventy six. He's in good shape still, yeah. but he his mobility's bad. Yeah. Still a perv. But he still does that walk. Yeah, he still does his swag walk. Oh, apparently he's more than he's a perv. Strut. Like there was a there was that thread on Twitter. Yeah, he's like a rapist. He seems like a real bad guy. Yeah, he's a known bad guy. Does that mean we have to stop watching Raw? No, I mean wrestling has been wrestling. My name's Rick. 
Boogs, and I'm here to rock. Boogs is coming back soon. Boogs is coming back. He is rehabbing his leg. If you have Instagram, go check out Rick Boogs' Instagram and talk about yoked. If this man has nothing to do except work Grow out, muscle. Except lift his upper body. It's insane. I mean, he probably does two a days. He probably just wrecking no, he, himself. He had a video I saw. Uh, oh, no, I saw this somewhere else. It wasn't on Instagram, but... He was talking about how the doctors told him he was going to have a nine-month recovery. He said he recovered in four and a half months. Now he just needs to rebuild strength in the leg. Yeah. I Somebody said that it takes like seven to ten weeks to get off crutches, and he was off crutches in like two. And he was like out of the boot. A guy like that... Can't keep him down. You literally can't. He's boogs. I mean... He just needs to not do that anymore. He needs to not try and military press two guys. He's Both just stick Usos. to one pro wrestler. Even though that was an incredible moment. Boogs will get his. He's he's on the come up. I think the yeah, I think Bo- he, Boogs will get his when he's back. The WWE loves him. It's just so funny that I started watching his workout videos on YouTube before he got big in, in the WWE. He was just a guy on YouTube. His weirdo workout videos. Who just like screams and lifts like 650 pounds. <laughs> I got 16 tires. He posts, <laughs> yeah, he posts like 46 second long YouTube videos that get like 500,000 views of him just like in the pouring rain. Yeah, in the pouring rain in Florida in his backyard, like, like moving like, like a 747, like wailing on one of these fucking like bo- like kickboxing jujitsu sort of dummies. Yeah, or him like straight up, yeah, squatting like 600 pounds, and he's like. Ah! 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 <laughs> Or shredding. He's just like playing like bad guitar. Raining blood. No, he can play the songs. Yeah, he can't sing. Yeah. No. But he's like ah! Yeah, he can play, you're right. Yeah. Freak! Well, that's his whole thing. He screams. Kitchen! Nakamura! Nakamura! Yeah. Uh anyway, Rick Boogs is the man I have his t shirt. Should we get into our segment? Well, first, I have one last thing. Will, we have a couple things to talk about here at the end of the pod. The end of the pod. Matt Barry released his top 10 fantasy guys. Uh-huh. Uh, it's June. It's middle of June. It's almost July. Getting closer to draft. We're getting into fantasy season. Before we know it, we're going to start, you know. Hopefully, Joe's draft is in August 1st this year. No, I told him that I, I will I literally he, quit the league unless it is the week before I know. the NBA he, he's, NFL he's, draft. He's doing it later, yeah. Yeah. Because my second round pick, whatever his fucking name is in Dobbins. Baltimore, yeah. Yup. And I still finished second. I swear to God, if Dobbins was on, if I, if that didn't happen, I might have won. I might have won. What about, all. what about the underthinker? He still could have sabotaged. <laughs> that idiot. Who do you think is the number one pick? And this is Matt Barry, but I already is... I glanced. I don't remember the whole list, but I saw Jonathan Taylor's one, yeah. and I saw Devontae Adams like ten. Taylor McCaffrey, Eckler, who I think is overrated at that position. I think McCaffrey's overrated at two. He's always hurt. He's literally always hurt. I would not draft him there if I was at number two. I also wouldn't draft Eckler at three because I think he had a great. I think he had a great year last year. He's another small guy though. He's going to regress to the mean. He had a career year. He's not going to. And do he the might same be on the juice because he he's too strong. Could he be a first round pick? Absolutely. Is he an RB1? Absolutely. At number three, I don't know. Ahead of Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook. I'd probably take all those guys ahead of Eckler. I don't know if I'd take Najee Harris. Dude, he had a great year last year. Yeah, he won track the championship. I know, but it sometimes running backs are weird and they got a poop quarterback situation still. He's great out of the backfield. They pass to him a lot in the PPR league. I think he's really... Not everybody he plays PPR. He was a PPR. rookie last year. Not everybody plays PPR. He was a rookie. 
Not RB, but, he but he was an RB one last year on the season. I understand as a that. Rookie. David Johnson was also at one point good, and in now system, he's really bad. In a system where they love to get guys like him the ball, I don't know. I think he's that good. But Justin Jefferson eight, Jamar Chase nine, Devonta Adams ten. I think Cup is also a little overrated at four. Well, not in a PPR. But he literally had a career year last year, meaning it's probably not going to happen again. Will he be good? Yes. Will he be the fourth? Is he fourth overall pick? Good. I don't know. Could be. I just like if I'm sitting at four. He just, he he's someone that just keeps getting better. If I'm sitting at four, the first three guys go Taylor McCaffrey Eckler. I'm taking Derrick Henry or Najee Harris over Cooper Cup, even in a PPR league. All right. Well, that's good. You know what I think we should do in our league is change it to a two PPR. We got two points per reception. That just really gas it up. Seems bad. Just pour kerosene on that fire. That makes some players so. Not worth owning. Them. What's our current format? We have QB, two RB, two wide receiver, two flex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a tight end. Yeah, and a defense and a kicker. Need to get rid of the kicker. No, we don't have a tight end spot. We just have two flex. No, we have a tight end. Don't you we? sure? I thought we changed the tight end uh, spot to a second flex position. But regardless, we need to get rid of the kicker. I think we need to get rid of the kicker. But then, in my mind, we should add another position, another skill position. Sure. It's what meetings are for. We don't have to talk about it on the podcast. Well, I'm just getting your I'm just getting your yeah. sense of I, I, I'm all for more starting players. That's more fun. But I don't want to make it more points per reception because that makes it unfair for certain I was joking about that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying because you could have a receiver, a Deshaun type, who only gets two catches but has eighty yards and a touchdown. Here's my question. At this point, in terms of the roster format of the league. Two RB, two wide receiver, two flex. That means hypothetically you could start four running backs or four wide receivers. I still think we should have another wide receiver spot. I would also be in favor of get, there's just so putting many, in a third wide receiver. There's just spot. so much passing. And then it also offers up more like bench players you can play. Because there are the yeah. weeks where it's like, oh shit, well I could have played him. Well, but that's that's what opening up the second flex position does is if you're not... if because. Last year was a great example of this. If you don't have one of the five best tight ends, it might not be worth playing a tight end. So if you can play your third best receiver there, then that totally makes yeah. sense. Or your fourth, even. But still, even then, like you said, there are so many good receivers. And so many teams just pass Again, all the time. in a PPR league, it would be it would behoove you to start as many receivers as possible. I know that's what I was doing most year most weeks. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look at our of the league. Fucking league. I'm gonna look at our league. No, we had a tight end spot. We had really? two, two flexes and a tight end. Really? Yeah. Two running back, two wide receiver, two flex, and a tight end. Yeah. Interesting. That's why last year I started my team with DK, Stefan Diggs, and the two other receivers yeah. I ended up having. Yeah, just a fucked up team. Yeah. I th- In that case, I think we should get rid of kicker and turn the tight end spot into a third flex spot. Three flex, no kicker? Then you could start... I hate kicker in fantasy, yeah, and it's my... it's dumb. So does track, so does everybody. If everybody wouldn't get in their fucking feelings about it, I would just unilaterally take it out. But everybody's like, ooh, collusion or... And the most annoying thing, and, and this is in our league, but in Joe's league, I bring it up every year, and they never eliminate kicker, and it's the worst. It's like, dude, it's just luck. If a team scores 27 points all on field goals, you're going to like win that week because your kicker got 1,000 yep. points. Yep. But if my team had 49 points, I only got uh, extra points. The only We talk about strategy with... There's your no strategy with a kicker. Drafting guys, start-sit decisions. Excuse me. Even defense. It's like, all right, the matchup, talent, 
But kicker, it's it's a total crapshoot. It's usually just like, who are the highest scoring offenses? Grab one of those kickers. Because yeah, exactly. they're probably at least going to be kicking a few extra points. Uh, the one thing I do like about defense is when you get those games when the defense is like, yeah, we got four turnovers and three yeah. of them were touchdowns. Those rock. Yeah, if you get two defensive touchdowns, that's 12 points. That's huge. Defensive touchdowns are six points. Yeah, and it's, it's like in a sack is a what each each one is a point, point. Each. yeah yeah and it's like oh yeah they got eight sacks on yeah. the day three so picks two fumbles twenty something points by yeah. the defense <laughs> but but that is some strategy you're like okay this yeah. is this is either a bad offense they're going up against like they got Dick Dingus playing quarterback this yeah. week or this is just a legit defense I can start them no matter week, who you know week to week when you think about who you're trying to get off the waivers and when you think about your start sit decisions obviously you're making important choices at all the skill positions. What, for me, at least, when it comes to defense, I just take a look at the matchups. I'm like, who are the worst teams in the league? Yeah, like last year. I'm going to play the, the defenses any, that are playing. Anytime the Jaguars had an opponent, you would try and get their yeah, defense. Or the Jets, anybody like that. Yeah. Or the Browns. Because, like, again, sacks, interceptions, those are big. Interceptions are two points. So there's strategy there. With kicker, it's like, usually, I just, whoever I have... You know, I just rock with him the season. There was one game. It doesn't I, matter. I can't. I can never forget, and I don't remember the year. But Cairo Santos had twenty-seven points because the Chiefs only, only kicked, kicked field goals. goals. Yeah, it's it like happens. that's not realistic. I mean, it is because it happened, but like, come on. Stupid. I know that there are, there's a lot of support for getting rid of the kicker, at least in our league. We should make it happen. Kill kickers. But I'm excited for fantasy football to come back. I enjoy our league, and I also enjoy Joy's league now that I finished second, even though I didn't get shit for it. I didn't even get my money back. Yeah, we changed that. Fucker. Of course you changed that the year before I joined. No, it wasn't the year before. Whatever. Uh, well, maybe score the most points one week, and you'll get some money. Just a quick roundtable here. Uh, Oklahoma won the women's softball college title. Cool. And the men's baseball team is in the World Series final. TBD on who they play. I think it's Texas A&M and... Someone, but that they could go two for two. That'd be very exciting. Um, we might be getting that four hundred dollar gas card. That, that applies card to literally only listeners in California with registered vehicles in California. Which so means not even not me. you. So me, I'm getting four hundred dollars from the government and Malcolm. Um, okay. Wow, that that's the bulk of the listenership. Oh, and and Jasper. Well, and Jasper. Well, but but in terms of the pod, Matt, that's two-thirds. LBM will get it. Prop J affects two-thirds of us. The gas card affects no, two-thirds of us. No, Prop J affects three-thirds of us. If it's, if it's, oh, true, if true, it's true, just true. J, if it's John, it if affects it's Prop John, yeah. yeah. Well, there's the trickle-down podnomics. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to be good. But um, uh, old Joe Biden said that he might, uh, whatever, waive the gas tax or something. The federal gas tax, which is 18 cents or something. But I like re- that's gonna. I also read that that most of that doesn't go to the customer anyways. But, but like, like that's gonna do all that much. He's he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. Meanwhile, Joe Biden gets up there and talks about how we need to take. You know, the reason the gas prices are so high is not because of inflation. It's because uh, these oil companies are are gouging the American consumer, which is absolutely true because they lost a ton of money during the pandemic, and now they're trying to get it all back. Makes total sense. However, it's unethical, and fuck them. And Joe Biden, you're the president. Also, also, America gets itself into this trouble by not wanting to buy oil from like Venezuela, just because they're socialist. Even though we prop up, even though they're not socialist, they're really a far right wing authoritarian. 
Well, they were socialists. Autocracy. Well, Hugo Chavez was a socialist. Yeah, but, but he hasn't been in power but, for yeah, forever. Yeah, no, he's been dead. But it's, what's his name there now? They, yeah, they won't. They won't buy from them. And there's one other country because they don't like. It's like okay, well, then we made a very exclusive deal in the 70s with Saudi Arabia. Actually, not even in the 40s with Saudi Arabia to basically co-opt all of their fucking oil. So we have our oil daddy. But we've also bought oil from other countries. But the point is, Joe Biden and the federal government could say to multinational corporations, if you want to sell gas in America, you cannot gouge the American consumer. You know, shut the fuck up. Like, What if he did an executive order, the max you could price gas at was $3 a gallon? That'd be great. Because Joe Biden, always in his tweets and in his, like, Rhetoric. I don't know, like pay attention to everything he says, but like anytime I see a clip of him talking or a tweet, he's always like, hey, hey, "Folks, who who's the president here? Folks, I need to have word uh, with whoever's in charge here. Folks, folks, is that me, folks? Folks, when I I have a friend who drove a, a '57 Bel Air, and then he crashed into my car, folks, and killed my family, and and, and he he caused the tragedy that 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 ruined my life." Uh, but he's a cool guy. But he's I'm a cool guy. I'm president, folks, and you're not. But who's president around these parts, folks? When I was in high school, the Sadie Hawkins dance, girls would ask the boys. But if you if you knew what you're doing, you'd say no. I'm not going. To, I'm not. I'm not your toy. Corn pop. Corn pop. Fuck this guy. He needs to cancel student loans. You know what they're doing instead of st- canceling student loans? The Democratic Party, as usual, instead of doing things that will actually materially benefit the lives of their constituents, they're like, well, here are all these January 6th hearings. Remember that? Almost two years ago? More than two years ago. No, no, no. No. A year ago. 2021. 2021, yeah. More than a year ago. Hey, remember the thing that nobody cares about anymore? That was a threat to democracy that literally only people who read or write Atlantic articles care about? No one cares. Gas is $7 a gallon. It was cool when that one woman got shot, though. Yeah, that rocked. <laughs> She's that, breaking the law. That's what happens. That's called justice. That cop actually did his job on like those. Yeah, Texas he was fucks. awarded a medal. What is the Democratic Party doing instead of canceling student debt? They're doing these January sixth hearings where they're oh, like calling all yeah. these random people that no one knows or cares about. The only person that anybody knows or or associates that event with is Donald Trump, and he's not on the fucking stand. He hasn't been subpoenaed, so no one cares. The people who care are the people who obsessively watch CNN, and those people are fucking brain dead anyway. Those are not the people that the Democratic Party <laughs> needs to be courting. You know, they're people like us and people like well, disaffected independents. They're never going to court any of those people because that's not who's going to. That's not who lines their pockets. Yeah, who's going to buy into their shit and just give them their money? That's because partisanship is a sham. It's a puppet shit. Hey, don't talk shit. Dell says we're just like Nazis if we make fun of Democrats. All I know is there's a bit of time. Before the November midterms, so there still could be student loan debt relief uh, on the horizon. Even though Joe said like two months ago that he would have his mind made up in like two or three weeks. Folks, I'm an idiot. Folks, folks, I used to see the anthracite coal. Folks, what is that? Anthracite coal. You brought that up in the intro. Yeah, what is Strands that? of coal mining town. It's just oh, coal. okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Folks, I have my fair share of uh uh. Co-eds at the at Udell parties. Me and Bo used to get real licked up, and now he's dead, folks. Take him on the boat. Yeah, now he's dead, folks. Should we? Should we? Brain go, aneurysm. Should, <laughs> cancer, right? Cancer. Oh, cancer. Should we go into the? Uh, he's got the cancer. The segment. 
Well, we should do the first segment first. Being a movie segment? Yeah. We're, bring, we're bringing in a new segment, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't really have a title, but we're going to tell you about this movie that rocks. It's Culture Hour. Okay, Culture Hour, yeah. But it's <laughs> not going to take an hour. But if you have Peacock, you need to log on to Peacock and watch. You need to watch Michael Bay's Ambulance. Ambulance. In- immediately. Immediately. Ten minutes into the movie, action packed. It is perhaps Jill- one of the finest, finest films of its kind that I have ever seen. I am not exaggerating. With no irony or sarcasm, Ambulance rocks. It is fucking great. Jake Gyllenhaal crushes it. Is it is a ride. He is so funny and just like fucked up. Jake and- Gyllenhaal is a maniac. He is a maniac. He's Based- like on coke. They did not. They did not market the movie well because the basic plot no. is there's this uh, black guy who was like fostered in. Well, I'm just explaining like because if you do see the movie, you <laughs> call see- him by his name is Candyman. <laughs> Candy, show some respect. Yeah, I don't remember what his character name was. <laughs> and I, do I. I don't know how to pronounce or his the real name. name. Yeah, but he's adopted into this white family. So Jake Gyllenhaal is his in quote brother. And he needs money for his wife's surgery, so he goes to Jake Gyllenhaal, who's a criminal, to try to get a loan. He's like, yeah, we're actually about to rob a bank. You're in? <laughs> yeah. And he just, movie starts. <laughs> the way that the movie goes, yeah, he like kisses his wife and son goodbye. And they're like, we need money. He's like, don't worry, I got you, fam. Like, I'm getting. Uh, I'm going to a job interview. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to a job interview. And he goes to his brother, adopted brother Jake Gyllenhaal, to ask for money. And literally there's a scene where they're like, so like they're walking through his house, right? And it's just Candyman and Jake Gyllenhaal. And they're like reminiscing and talking about blah, blah, blah. And then Jake Gyllenhaal's like, so why are you here, bro? And he's like, I need a loan. And then they like continue walking into the house and they like get into this like basically airplane hangar <laughs> yeah. in the back of his house full of like military grade machinery and weapons and like all these random dudes who are like gearing up for a bank they're, robbery. They got like bulletproof vests on. Yeah. They're, all, they're all strapped up. They're like, all right, we're on and five. They're like, T-Man is 30 minutes from doing a bank robbery. And Jill- Jake Gyllenhaal's like, so you arrived at the perfect time. Gyllenhaal's like, we need a driver. We actually need a driver. <laughs> yeah. So are you in? Yeah, right. Yeah, you're in, right, brother? Right, bro? He's yeah. like, it's ten million a piece. It's or whatever. Yeah, it's some insane. So then, yeah, the movie starts. It's this incredible scene where they go stick up a bank, and they're like inside doing the bank robbery, and like Jake Gyllenhaal, like same co- bank from Heat. It's the same bank from Heat, and it's like very similar to the bank robbery yeah. scene from Heat. Jake Gyllenhaal, like, because the cop comes in. Remember, a cop blows up the the whole thing because he wants to flirt with because a teller. he's trying to add, he's trying to get the number of a bank teller. Yeah, and then he's in the bank, and Jake Gyllenhaal like pulls his gun on him, and he like says the most slick shit of all time. He's just like, "You've got like ten guns pointed at you. We're just gonna take this money." He's and like, leave. "Just just wave to your partner, pretend everything's yeah. good. You don't want to do this right now." Yeah. Know? What What's the line? He like says something like. Uh, I remember the line because he got caught as not being the real bank manager because he didn't know the teller's first right. name. Right, he's like, oh, I fucked up the name, didn't I? Yeah, he's like, oh, I <laughs> fucked up the name, didn't I? But then like his speech to the cop is like, listen, we're going to kill you. Yeah. So don't be stupid. And, and then from there on out- But in the most badass way possible. They hijack an ambulance yep. and then just drive it around LA. Well, first they do literally almost a shot-for-shot recreation of the- of the bank's heist yeah. scene from high, from Heat where they just burst out into the street of downtown Los Angeles with automatic weapons. All these cops like... They're just like blowing up Flower and 4th Street downtown or whatever. And then they just, yeah, hijack an ambulance in the rest of the movie. And there's a paramedic in there with... Jake Gyllenhaal with an AR-15 and Candyman's driving and this super hot Latina 
paramedic and then a cop who they literally dig around his guts in the it one was the scene. cop that busted up the thing because yeah. the Candyman accidentally shot him yep or no Gyllenhaal shot him or whoever shot him I think Candyman shot also, him. Also, Candyman is but like... then the, Candyman saved his he, life. He was like the best driver of all time. Yeah, but then he sucks at driving. He was really good in that ambulance. Oh, no, he was good, yeah. yeah. He was like whipping that thing. Yeah. They didn't stop for gas once. Yeah, it was like speed with Bullshit. heat. Yeah, there's a dead cop. The cop is literally like bleeding out, right? Because he's like fucked. And they literally... There's a scene where they cut him open in the back and like they show it on the news, like the news. And it's like... We understand that uh, they're performing surgery live on the police officer. And she was FaceTiming with doctors telling her how to do it. She was FaceTiming with her ex-boyfriend and a bunch of other surgeons. And he's see like, ambulance. He's like, wait a second, let me let me see it a little more. And like, oh, he's, he's like holding the phone over this open wound. They cut open the guy's stomach. And one part, again, she's a paramedic. She's an EMT, which... No disrespect. Well, no, but her her story. She's line, not a fucking surgeon. Her storyline was there was some. She was like gonna. She was in yeah. medical school or something, and then she dropped out or something. But but so she. But my point is, she doesn't do this every day. No, she's not a surgeon. She's an EMT. She like has a gloved hand and just like is digging through this guy's intestines and pulls out his spleen. Remember that? Yeah. Literally pulls his spleen out, which like bursts. Tracked. I do not give you consent to give me. And surgery. the guy lives. The cop fucking lives. His spleen bursts, and they basically say on the Facetime, like if that happens, he's dead. Yeah. He comes fully back to life, and then he says that Candyman saved his life. They just sew him up, and he's good. We're not gonna end or but, spoil the whole movie, but you need to see Ambulance because it's really good. Jake Hall dies in a blaze of glory. He's uh, we great. won't say how. It's fantastic. It's a great scene. Yeah, you know he's gonna die though. He reaches the end of the line. He's literally the whole movie. Most 85% of the movie is Jake Gyllenhaal with an AR-15 in the back of an ambulance. Pointing it or not pointing it at yeah. the paramedic. <laughs> yeah. And saying like the dumbest shit of yeah, all he, time. Oh, oh, there was also the scene where he's on the side of the ambulance shooting at helicopters. <laughs> and again, it's Michael Bay. So like this shit is off the wall. Like there's a scene where the ambulance is is driving through the LA River. And Michael Bay does an homage to the Terminator music yeah. in that scene too. And he's literally... Mike, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is hanging out of the back of the ambulance firing this automatic weapon at these cops who are driving by and there's like a, uh, a helicopter that's flying and it's all this like a beautiful long shot he did a bunch of shot. drone shots that were very cool yeah, too yeah cool drone shots apparently that scene was improvised yeah I read that they just decided to shoot that Jake Gyllenhaal was like what if I hang out the back of the ambulance shooting my gun at a helicopter in the LA River and Michael Bay was like yes sounds good <laughs> There was also the one super cop that just was like on a mission to make sure he avenged his partner. Oh my god! Oh my see god. ambulance. And then, peacock, and see then it. there was like the head of this type of crime dude. Oh who yeah, was like who, driving around in his like specially built like crime car. Except they would stop. They stopped half a dozen times to like smoke a cigarette. And I'm like, isn't this a movie where you're chasing a vehicle across Los Angeles? Why are you stopping? <laughs> and they're like, damn it, we lost. You know, he's he's all so right, good. All right, time to smoke. Time to readjust. Yeah. And then he dies. He gets fucking killed. See Ambulance. Just see it. It's an incredible movie. It's really good. I have tried so hard to hate on Jake Gyllenhaal, but I cannot. 15 thumbs up on this one. It's incredible. It's five stars. It's everything I wanted and more. I want to see it again. I regret not seeing it in theaters. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, The B-side to our movie review for this segment is Lightyear, which we have discussed previously on the pod. May I say, Lightyear was... Delightful. 
Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, and the the cat character was cat. amazing. The robot cat, and it was the movie was fun, like good without the like beyond the cat, but the cat was definitely the best part of the movie. Cat, was, the cat stole the show. The cat like takes eighty years to solve like a quantum physics problem to figure out but exactly how to make like a hyperspace type, crystal. You see it typing on the computer, <laughs> like this mini computer. It's like it's like some Neopets shit. It talks. Yeah. But it does give good context. Hi, Buzz. Yeah, it does give good context to like the backstory of that world. And it's just to be clear, it's the human being. It's the movie version of Buzz Lightyear that the toy is the based toy on. The toy is based on. That's why there's no Tim Allen. <clears throat> it was um it was good in I what mean, it, it was, was a kid's supposed movie. to be. Yeah. Which is continuing and existing. But we we both movie laughed franchise. during the movie because the was cat great. was great. The cat was amazing. <laughs> the cat was amazing. And there's like parallel universe time travel shit in that movie. Which why is that in every single movie? That Everything's got to be multiverse now. Why? I don't know. Because it exists. That's why they're yeah. trying to get people ready because- for. Or because Marvel makes a bunch of money doing it, so they're like, well, we'll do it. Like the dimensions, the reason everything's going to shit in the world is because the the lines are blurring between dimensions, and we're just gonna all wake up with like four arms or something. What if the person whose simulation, this computer, like their computer is crashing right now, and that's Mm, why? This does not compute. Defract. Defract. Segment time? It's time for the segment. Gamecast is back, folks. We're back. Back with Gamecast. This week, we, we played Madden 2004. Uh, the um, fifth uh, episode of GameCast. Fifth segment. Uh, we played this on my original Xbox. I was undefeated coming into this. Yes. 3-0-1. Correct. So, the first game we played, we did random teams. And what game was this? Madden... 2004. Madden 2004. With Vic on the cover. Had a great soundtrack. Yeah. Falcons great, Vic very good cover. soundtrack. Compared to today's especially. Yeah, it rocked. Uh, Let's but get aggravated. He was a very... He was with the young Breeze Chargers with a young LT. Shit-stained Breeze. Yeah, poop with stain LT. on the face. Yep. I had Marshall Fall, Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, and Torrey Holt Rams. Um, that game didn't go so well for our friend here. Um, no. Nope. The exact note we have to start the game, John scored, JT throws pick, Breeze sucks, idiot. Yep, threw John, a bad pick. John scored again, 14 nothing. <laughs> and then LT had a 70-yard touchdown run where he just could not be tackled. Uh, this is the pre-hit stick era too, so that kind of sucked because you want to hit the stick to always tackle. But also, we played this on Xbox, which sucks. Yeah, you hate it. Yeah, I scored again. Uh, JT turns it over on downs. Shin of a bitch is the <laughs> note we have in our file here. I think you mean son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I scored again. Mercy ruled him in the first half. Uh, he didn't like the big chunky Xbox controller. Read, read what it says. That shit was stupid, dumbass, chunky controller. Fucked up. Fuck me up. This is why no one plays Xbox. Basically, a defunct console. Microsoft idiots. It is basically a defunct console. I mean, it still exists. Microsoft. But uh, do you know anybody who has the new Xbox, whatever it's called, the Xbox X? I, I know people with that. But X and XX two 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 five. Homegrown Simpson shit. You can buy it though on Best Buy today. You know, you still can't get a PS five. Oh, it says it all. So I mercy ruled him in the first game, and it was yep. It was a little clunky. My first L. Uh, yeah, he was not happy. Well, it's because it sucks. It's number one. If you want to scramble as a quarterback, you have to hit Y. You don't have the hit stick. You have these. The Xbox controller is huge and chunky, and these big ass buttons. And I'm just having trouble 
you know, getting an offensive rhythm going because it just sucks. It, it also is Xbox frustrating is because uh, cutting with any running player, it, it's very slow. You have to like stop sprinting yeah. to cut and then you can sprint again. But if you try and sprint and cut, you just do a really wide turn. You either sprint in a straight line or you have any agility whatsoever. Exactly. No, you can't have both. So because it was Madden 04, we decided we wanted to do Falcons versus Falcons. Got to do the cheat code. Yeah. Even so though I gave JT the smaller controller and I took the bigger one. <laughs> he fumbled the opening kickoff <laughs> immediately. That was the dumbest shit in the world. Immediately. Which just... I blamed on the, because uh, the controller configuration settings were wrong. I meant to cover up the ball and go for the dive. Um, Didn't happen. So, but I blame that. And then I rolled out all the way to the right with Vic, was about to get sacked, just Hail Mary basically typed, not not like that deep, but just throwing it up to the left side of the field and Warwick Dunn just yeah. pulls it in for like 15 yards. The running back. Yeah. Um, anyway, you scored. I scored. Well, I went up eight nothing because uh, I got to delay a game on the. Because kicking sucks in this. The game. kicking is really hard. Then you just broke out with a work done touchdown for yep. sixty yards uh, because he just couldn't be tackled. And then I fumbled a punt recovery. Yeah, punt you return. freaked out about that. And then you pick six me and juked Vic to take it to the to the house. Eighty one yards. And then I returned that kick for a touchdown. Yup. <laughs> you were no 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 uh anyway blah 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 you had a huge first drive first play of the drive pass like 80 yards yep you go at 22 13 uh, and then you, i had a big vic run yeah and then you the then you fumbled with him and it, he got pissed about that idiot game you scored before half and then uh, i turned it over on downs game, in the red yep. zone and then i uh, scored, made it a three-point game, which you responded by immediately scoring. 74 yards. JT wrote, defense doesn't work. Because it just doesn't make sense. Peerless Price had like three 70-yard touchdowns. The tackle <laughs> animations are nuts. The players just like doesn't make any sense. I lost another fumble. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> he ends. He, be, he put a 50-burger, but I wasn't trying by the end. <clears throat> but that doesn't count. So it's 3-1-1. It's three one and one in Gamecast. Well, I have Madden 05. Um, I might have a two K O four, but I also have two K five. So we're gonna are... figure out the next one. But I took my first L. It'll be O five Madden 05 or two K five. Everybody hurts. You're gonna keep taking L's, partner. Sometimes. Well, the irony here, John, is that, um. This was the first game that I have ever actually played before. Prior to this... We, yeah, you were going in cold to every other game. Yeah, I was going in totally cold, which was fine, and I won, but I remember playing um, Madden 04 like a billion, a billion hours on PS4, on PS2. And I don't know, maybe it's because the controllers of the system was different. This is why nobody plays Xbox... I remember going to my friend's houses as a kid and playing their Xboxes, and I was just like, this is stupid. Halo is dumb. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Halo's good. I mean, not good enough that I bought any other Xbox ever again, but... But that was why you would buy an Xbox back then, so you could play Halo. Yeah, true. The first Halo was good. I don't know, man. I've seen those graphics. 
Well, it's PS2 era. They're can all you the blow somebody's head off with a double barrel shotgun like you can in Red Dead 2? And then take a two, picture of their bloody stump on the ground? That's two generations later. Well. No, you can't do that. Answered the question. Yep, there you go. Well. <sighs> I don't know if we have anything else to talk about. No. Do we have anything problematic to end the pod on? No, but we do wish Amandoli to get well. Yeah, get better, partner. Ginger ale. That's not going to fix this. That always helps me. <laughs> Amandoli is booked for Goldberg's retirement match. It can't hurt, w- right? At next year's WrestleMania. So we need you back. Tip-top shape. You're taking down Goldberg. You're making one up for Brett the Hitman. Right. Now that we're officially starting to plan for WrestleMania 2023 here in Los Angeles, California. Brother. Because we couldn't go to Dallas for whatever reason. You act like that wasn't going to be a ton of money to go to Dallas. Would it have been worth it if we saw the Stone Cold bit? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He came out both nights. But I, Yeah, but I also watched it both nights. Remember flights were like 180 bucks? We don't have to fly or stay anywhere. It's just the ticket. To go here. And then, like, getting there and back. Yeah, and it's going to be The Rock. Yeah. I mean, we're still going to see something pretty cool. Hey, maybe we see Veer. Or Cena. I'd fear the Veer. Riddle? Cody Rhodes? What if we see Champion Riddle or Champion Cody Rhodes? Ooh. That bad... Seth Rollins? Yep, that bad neck tattoo. We have to get good seats. We'll have to find a plug at SoFi. Can we commit to that? We need good seats. It's a WrestleMania. It's not going to be... We got to get that plug. It's not the NBA Finals. I mean, it's a huge event. <sighs> All I'm saying is, I'm willing, like, I don't... If we're going to go, we should, like, since we're not spending money on all the other dumb shit, we should actually be able to, like, see the event. That's, I want... When Cody Rhodes' other peck tears off of his chest, <laughs> I want to hit me in the face. <laughs> you want... He's like, Dusty Rhodes! <laughs> you want... You want the, uh, you want Triple H's water to spray all over you? <coughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, just for our, our friends listening, upper level 500 section at SoFi right now, $666. What? Yeah. Ugh. No. Yeah. I told you we should have gone to Dallas. Club 116, $1,500. I told you we should have gone to Dallas. They were still expensive there too. No, they weren't that expensive. No, but no, we could have gone for less than a hundred bucks. Oh, for that, one that's day. for the full two day pass. Yeah, well, we're gonna want to go for the full two day pass. Yeah, I know. Six hundred dollars for upper level, upper levels. You though? can you can get single day tickets. You, you just would sit in two different spots. You can get them cheaper. You can get yeah. All right, I want to think about this because money. Is stupid. I just filled up my tank of gas. Cost Money's a concept. $89. Thanks, Joe. I'm literally going to vote for Republicans in the fall. If gas prices keep going up and I don't get my student loan canceled, vote Republicans. That's not going to help you at all, but okay. I'm pro-life, baby. I'm voting with my heart. All right, Joe Manchin is logged on. I think it's time for us to log off. We've reached the controversial take part of the part part of the podcast. Yeah, no, I uh, am fully in support of women's right to choose. And Joe Biden, you can suck my fucking dick. See you guys next time. Bye.
you might be too. Stop, stop. I can't, it doesn't chill me out. 